All right, man. Well, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm well, man. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I mean, it's, I mean, it's 9.32 on a, on a Tuesday evening. Yep. Had a long day. What are you coming back from? Uh, you had rehearsal with for your band? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how'd that go? It was good. We, um, so we, we parted ways with our original keyboard player uh, a few months back. So the last couple shows we've done without a keyboard player. And we have a show coming up September uh, 20th or something. And uh, no, that's not September 17th or yeah, September 17th. And um, we wanted to add keyboards back because there's songs we couldn't play without them. So anyway, a friend of ours, she's helping out. Uh, so she came and uh, filled in for a rehearsal. And so it was fun. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. That's cool. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And you well, also had to work as well. Yeah, I went there right from work. So I taught all day and then some, I was still like super sweaty and gross. I didn't even have time for a workout today. I'm debating whether or not I'm going to work out after this. Nah, I think it's probably too late for that, bro. <laughs> and I'm all about getting it in every day that you can. But I yeah. mean, it's. By the time we finish this, it'll be it'll be late. I know. know? I, and I got a shower, and then I got to pick up Grayson at seven thirty. How about you? How's your day? Uh, my day was good. It was busy. It was yeah. busy. Uh, different type of busy, but just work was a lot. And then I finished work. I record I, th- I told you before, you know earlier I, I did just i'm just coming off of doing a recording a podcast with our our friend conrad with his uh everything pro wrestling show uh we were doing a prediction show with uh there's a there's, a, there's an aew pay-per-view happening on sunday it's either saturday or sunday it's this weekend okay well you know for, you know made some predictions with him and another friend of ours matt who was on the show uh so it was fun. Uh, went kind of went about two hours, and wow. then had just enough time to go take a piss, uh, get myself ready for this. Which come to find out that I really wasn't all that prepared <laughs> to record this show, <laughs> my main show. Yeah, well, your we're show. Doing it. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. They all say what's up, by the way. At least Conrad. Hey, what's up, Conrad? Yeah, I just listened to uh, his last episode, I think, or maybe a couple episodes ago. He's he's good, man. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show yeah. he produces. Yeah, he's very fun, and and he put us over. Yeah, I, I'm I'm so bad at this. I didn't even think to plug my own show, so he did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Conrad. Yeah, very good looking out, Conrad. Good looking out. Yeah, and everybody go follow uh, Conrad EPW. Um. Yeah. Wherever you listen to podcasts and follow him on Twitter. Yeah, he's a good follow. Yeah, man. He's he's a good dude. Um. Okay. So, have you seen the new Game of Thrones show? What is it called? House of Dragons. Have you seen it? No. So I said I would watch it, and I hadn't watched it. There are two episodes in. I today I still hadn't watched it. And then a friend of mine, she was like, "Have you? I want to talk about the Game of Thrones show. Have you seen it?" I was like, "No." And she was like, fucking just watch it because I have questions and I want to talk. I'm like, God damn it. So I had time today. So I watched um, two episodes this morning. And uh, 
So I definitely have my guard up, you know, being of course. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, so horribly burned last time. But uh Well, I haven't started watching it. Yeah. So the the first episode, so I finally gave in. I was like, okay, I'm just I'm gonna I'll stop being a baby. I'll just watch it. And, nah, you didn't uh, give it peer pressure as a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like I'm being a baby about this. Like she's now calling me a little bitch for not watching. I'll just watch the stupid show. And the first episode is good. The first episode is slow, um, like super slow. And you kind of feel like, mm, I don't know if I care. But, you know, if you go back and watch like the first Game of Thrones episodes, it's kind of that way too. Um, so I watched it and I was like, yeah, it's good. It's fine. It's everything seems good. And then the second episode really picks up. And, if, and after the second episode, I felt like, okay, I, I think I like it. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. And uh, I just hope that it doesn't follow the trajectory of the last show. Because that was bad. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ride along. It, it's not, uh, it can't be any worse than what, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier did to us or you know the WandaVision or them or what Game of Thrones did to us yeah yeah yeah. or what Game of Thrones did yeah it can't be any worse than what Game of Thrones did to us yeah yeah I mean I like I said I mean I know that the the guys that were in charge of Game of Thrones uh Benioff and Weiss they're not involved yeah um and George R. R. Martin I just found this out I think yesterday I, I watched some show on YouTube that he's heavily involved. Yeah. With the and show. I, and I didn't know that he I guess he wasn't that involved with Game of Thrones. Like he was yeah. just like a secondary advisor type of thing. Yeah. So so knowing that he's there, and I guess the I don't know if it's the showrunners or maybe just one of the directors who did these two episodes or one of the episodes, but they were the ones that were responsible for some of the better episodes in the original Game of Thrones right. series. Um, I forget their names. I did I didn't write them down, but they did the uh, the Battle of the Bastards, uh, oh. some of the, the you know the, the the good episodes everybody remembered from that show. Yeah. So knowing that they're involved and the other guys aren't, and Martin has much more of a say, has definitely kind of softened my approach as far as should I check this out? Because I am still very much, very very much uh, uh, in the feels about how Game of Thrones ended. I agree. So I haven't been, you know, chomping at the bit to get back into this world. But your recommendation, you know, it goes a long way with me. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny because I was thinking about you because I know you feel the same, you know, about how invested you were in Game of Thrones and how horribly let down you were by the last two seasons, as most of us were, um, and especially by the last season. But like, it was weird. You know, that feeling when you have a long relationship and then they fuck you over and then like you have lunch with them again or something like that. And you're just like sitting there like, yeah, I really loved you, but like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> it, it was like that. Like it, it felt kind of like that as I'm watching this show, like, yeah, like you're still hot, but <laughs> like I'm really, I remember. I'm, but I remember, I remember. I remember. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember. I mean, look, the show, I heard the show, uh, the premiere episode did like, Buku view yeah, views cra- on crazy HBO Max. It was like yeah. 10 million people. That's nuts. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I I'll probably watch at least the first episode tonight before I go to bed. Yeah. Uh because you I mean, yeah, I'm hearing good things. You know, you um I've heard some other people say, Hey, you know, honestly, like at work, uh on Monday, people were talking about, hey, is anybody watching this right. House of the Dragons? Like, what's everybody think? And the sentiment was like ours, where 
there are people that are watching it saying, hey, the first two episodes were really good. There's also, you know, uh, co-workers who are like, I'm just, I'm still not over yeah. how the how Game of Thrones ended. I just yeah. can't, I don't want to be hurt again. Yeah. Type of thing. So. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever had that much of an emotional, like a long-term emotional reaction to a show. Well, the thing is, like, it's because it was so good. Yeah. And then it just dropped off a cliff. Yeah. So, so suddenly. It's, it's like. We've spent years investing and building this, and then you literally just throw it all away and give us some bullshit. It was nuts. <laughs> just so you can go do your Star Wars thing, which isn't even happening yeah. because of how you botched the finish of this show. <laughs> of like, and HBO told you guys, they, they told them, it's like, we will give you another season, more episodes. Take your time. Take your Take money. Take your time. And they're like, nope, nope, we got that, we got that, that, that Disney money. No, we're going to Star Wars, son. Galaxy far, far away from Westeros and all you <laughs> motherfuckers. We're, we're jetting, son. They threw that shit away, man. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. That was miserable. That was such a dark time. And like Trump became president. It was just everything was just crumbling. Yeah. Fucking like Prince wow, died. That's right. yeah, they, David they, Bowie it, died. Trump became president. Game of Thrones sucked. It was just like this. This sucks. Yeah. This really pandemic sucks. happened. The pandemic. It, yeah, it's it's been a lot. Fucking global warming and all because of Game of Thrones. George Floyd. Like, yeah, it's it, it that finish. Not and that finish. <laughs> Thanks, Weiss, and fucking <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and and like I said, the first episode is super slow. Um, so you know, just keep that in mind. But the second episode, it really felt like, oh yeah, here's like that uh intensity and like uh, foreboding and it, it felt like oh like people are scheming and it's 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 that type of thing again so it felt well, i mean it's game of thrones there's yeah. always gonna be people scheming yeah 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 uh but so it's so just talk a little bit more about it so it's um the show is primarily based with the targaryens yeah uh daenerys's family right so i i can't remember how many generations back i think it's three or four i know it's a couple hundred years or, or whatever before the yeah. start of game of thrones yeah so it's um you're you're brought in and there's a a targaryen king and he has a wife who's pregnant and he has a daughter who's like the new daenerys i forgot her name um like Renny or something anyway um and then he has a brother so the brother you come to find out is like kind of like the black sheep he's kind of nuts and they just keep trying to like shuffle him around other places. Um, but he's, you know, super violent and resentful and he wants the power. And then the daughter is treated like, you know, you're just like a little princess handmaid do that. But she wants to be a warrior and she wants power. But like in, in like a she's like a good person. Okay. And the king wants a son because he only has the daughter and he wants a male heir. So there's that. And, uh, you know, he has a, a, a council, the you know, he has a hand of the king and uh, they're in Westeros, um, but it's like kind of still being built, which is interesting. And that's basically where we're at. There are dragons, so it's not like a big build. You see dragons right away. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard, too, which, yeah. which, which, which tracks because the whole thing was like the Targaryens were they they were the dragon people. Yeah, yeah. They so controlled right dragons. Away. And it's cool. You're like, oh, 
this is awesome. As much as as rad as it was building up that whole first season to like we might get a dragon. Yeah. Um it is cool now, you know, we went through all that. Now it is cool to like, oh yeah, they just have dragons now and, and they can ride them and there they are. Um and then in the first episode they kind of touch on this other bad and then in the second episode you see him and it's pretty fucking cool. I won't give anything away cuz it's it's interesting. Um but you see like the other bad that they're going to be up against and it's exciting. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and which was really cool. They reference I was I was very torn between liking this and not liking this cuz they reference uh at a certain point the king is talking to his daughter and he's telling her like Targaryens we have visions and we have dreams and they they come true they're like prophecies and then he mentions it's like yeah my whatever great grandfather has a prophecy that in a few hundred years there's going to be a winter that destroys the age of man and there so he's talking about oh shit yeah so uh, that was dope and i was like i just wish that would have been something cool that we got to see <laughs> other than the bullshit that we were forced <laughs> <Yeah>. to see <laughs> but it's cool like yeah yeah uh yeah yeah pop your prophecy was was halfway true <laughs> winter yeah. definitely came yeah but it yeah didn't, didn't yeah. matter nothing mattered it was, it was some yeah, bullshit yeah it was some bullshit so it's good man i i'm actually looking forward to to keep watching it so that's something. Okay. All right. Well, you sold me on it. That's yeah. If enough. I could put you at ease a little bit, I, yeah. I, I think you can dive in. You'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, I was watching. So I've talked about the Orville on the show before. Mm -hmm. uh, they have it. They they put all of the Orville on Disney Plus. Oh. I didn't um, know all three. Show. Huh? I didn't know that was a Disney property. Uh, yeah. Me neither. But. I know that Disney has, uh, well, I guess, you know, because it's Fox oh. and they purchase all that Fox material. Oh, right. Because like Deadpool is now on Disney Plus. That's crazy. Uh, one and two. Whoa. And the Orville uh, is there. And I'm so I love the show. I, I I went through all of season three, which was the most current season. Okay. And they let the expletives fly on really? this show. Which was amazing to see on a Disney Plus huh. platform. And I mean they don't get too too gully, but you know, you know, shit, uh bullshit. Um, like wow. they talk in a way that I was like, Whoa man, I'm surprised Disney Plus allowed this. I mean, if they have Deadpool on there, that's Yeah, that's... yeah. And that. Um, so I, I watched it. This was last weekend, because I, I was watching uh Real Time with Bill Maher, and then when that was done. I went on Disney Plus because I wanted to watch She-Hulk uh, episode two. Oh, I forgot. And and I saw like on the, the the header, it was like, oh, the Orville. I'm like, oh, the Orville? Oh, shit. Huh. So I clicked on that and I just started watching. I started with season three because uh, I've seen one. I've seen most of two. I didn't finish two, but I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to start with three. It's so fucking good. I know it's not a favorite of yours. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I still, to, I, I honestly don't know exactly. I'm sure you told me, and I just probably forgot <laughs> what your major problems with the show were. But like this, this third season was so great. Hmm. And I went through it in a weekend, this past weekend. And bear in mind, this past weekend, I was only around for like one day wow. because Saturday, uh, I woke up early, went to the gym, got home, took a shower, and then had to drive to San Diego because my sister's in town. 
Wow. Uh, she had a, a, a work conference, in San Diego. So I drove down there on Saturday. I uh, had dinner with her and my dad. It was great. Love you, Brandy. Love you, Rufus. I don't know why I call my dad by his first name, but uh -huh. I love you, Rufus. I love, yeah. my, I love you, Dad. It, we had a great time. Drove back that same night because I had a boxing lesson on Sunday. And even with, with basically me being out of the picture on, on Saturday, I still managed to complete this third season by, wow. by Monday night. Wow. It's so fucking fantastic, Graham. Huh. I cried multiple times. No shit. Multiple times. Like they, so how, how much of Orville did you see? I saw like the first three episodes and I didn't oh, like it. Oh, okay. Okay. So small sample size. Yeah. I was going to say they, they, in this third season, and I, I don't know if it's the last, I think it might've been. But they really went out of their way to kind of button up a lot of the uh, storylines and 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 issues that had been presented previously, and I just found it so compelling. Hmm. Um, uh, like I said, it tugged at the heartstrings, like with a lot of the the situations they're dealing with, and just so inventive. Every episode, I just it was like one of those shows where I'm watching, like I don't know what's gonna happen. It's always something new. Huh. It's always something exciting, and it just really just uh, conveyed that whole sense of exploration and coming upon new shit. Huh. Um, and if you've all, if if all you've seen of Orville is the first three episodes, then I can understand why it didn't take. Because I think I remember the first time I brought it up on this show, I had even said that, you know, it starts and. It doesn't really know what his tone is supposed to be. Yeah, I was just going to say it has, it, it was really confused. There the were beginning. tonal issues. Yeah. Um, but I would say halfway through that first season, it kind of figures out. It's like, look, okay, maybe we're starting out is like a pseudo straight parody of not even a parody, but a. No, it's like, not it, even a satire, it, but it felt, homage it felt of, like a parody, but it wasn't a parody. And that, that was like the kind of the problem. It's like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It didn't know where it wanted to stick its toe into. Like, yeah. are are we parodying Next Generation in Star Trek, or are we doing this in homage of that right. show and that IP? And they definitely come around to the fact where it's like, this is not a parody. Like, but this is definitely an homage show. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I loved it. Um, mm -hmm. for early goings, it was like, I don't know, because it's Seth MacFarlane. It's like you're trying to bring in your you know, family yeah. guy humor yeah. into this thing, but then you're all, but then you're asking me to actually give a fuck about the stakes that are involved. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it was hard to figure out. Well, if you can recommend like a couple good episodes, don't worry about context. I'll I'll piece it together. But like, yeah, if you can recommend a couple, I'll, I'll check it out. Oh, I definitely will. I okay. definitely will because okay. yeah, there's one, and I won't you know give it all away, but there's so the 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 Mocklins are the stand-ins for the Klingons, effectively. And one of the main casts um, on the Orville is a Mocklin. Um, and there and within the Mocklin society, the whole thing is that women are for forbidden. They're if you have a uh if there's a woman around, they they go out of their way to basically uh not kill them, but like if you if you give birth and it's a female, they will change their sex. Oh. At birth or after birth, where it's like, okay, you got a you got, you know, you gave birth to a daughter, 
you know, we don't, this isn't a society that wants females. So, and, and I, and I guess they're asexual. So, okay. You know, men, the Mocklin men can impregnate each other and all that. Cause it's asexual, whatever, but having a woman is foreboding. And the guy on the Orville, um, damn, I forget his name right now, but he, but it's him and his husband. They end up having a child. The child becomes, you know, is a female. And, you know, the science officer is like, look, you know, I'm cool with her being female, but his, but his partner is like, no, this is against the Mocklin way. We have to go, we have to take her back to Mocklin's, have this procedure done, change the sex of this baby. So that was one episode in the first season where it was all about that, where, you know, uh, the captain, the crew, they were like, well, I might have seen that. Sounds really familiar. Do we need to do this? Like, right. and it's like, well, this is how we do on our planet. And so, yeah, so they end up, you know, doing a procedure and it was very heavy and it was, you know, and like a good episode of Star Trek, it, like it, it brings all of these things into focus, like things that we are going through, but in a sci-fi sense. And it kind of puts a uh, magnifying glass on it. And I watched that episode and I was like, man, and it doesn't end well. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, shit, that sucks. Because again, it's also, there's also political things too, where like Mocklin is part of the union, which is the Federation. And so you have to respect their customs and right. their beliefs and all that. So the, the, the child is aboard the ship and has been from season two, but in season three, they come back to it to where the, uh, the child is, you know, close to being a teenager, but it's just not feeling uh, right. You know, like she, uh, he doesn't feel that he belongs anywhere. He just feels that like something's off with him. And then he discovers, you know, the reasons why and, and contemplates suicide because he's just not like, there's just something wrong with me. Like, I don't fit here. I don't fit there. I, I just want to end my life. Mm-hmm. And one of the science officers, or no, no, the the uh, the Riker, the number two to the captain, who was close to the family, you know, uh, kind of took the kid under her wing, and she starts confiding in in, in her, and uh, and she knows, and she knows why she's, you know, he's having these feelings because she was part of the whole thing where they were trying to stop this operation from happening, but it ended up happening anyway. And they do this whole reveal where the the child finds out that they were born a female. And the whole thing is that, well, you know, you force this on me where right, it's like, right. I am a, a woman. Yeah. But, but I'm trapped in this male body. Right. And, and I just loved how they carried that through mm-hmm. to this third season where it's like the decisions you made in, in season one, it's like, now this child is affected. This child is growing up and is growing up and is not feeling like they are a person, like they just mm-hmm. feel that there's something wrong with them. And I just thought it was, is it one of the episodes that I cried at? I thought it was just brilliant the way that they executed it and the way that they handled it. And that's all I'll say. But they do a lot of that in season three, where they go back to what happened in season one and two, and it piggybacks off of three, like any good show should. Yeah. And I just thought it was brilliant, man. Mm. Like, uh, please give it. I will. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send me a couple episodes. I'll, I'll check them out for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is good. It was. It made my Disney Plus purchase for the month all the worthwhile. Justified. Wow. Well, that, that's that's a big recommendation. Speaking of shows that 
do callbacks like that. Do you watch Rick and Morty? I do. I do. Uh, or I have. Um, so I, I, I'm new to Rick and Morty. Okay. Everybody's been talking about it for years. Yeah. Um, it might have been earlier this year. I started just going through on HBO Max. Yeah. From season one. Good. On tell. I haven't finished them all, but I got to say, the show is as good as advertised. It, it's amazing. It's it's awesome. I, yeah, I, I put it up there with Barry and Better Call Saul. Like it's it's fucking incredible, man. It it's, is. It's the most deep and existential show I've ever seen in my life. It's hilarious and and sad and brutal and exciting and interesting and like talking about not knowing what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah true. It, it's just it's completely free. It, it's tethered to nothing and answers to no one. And I just yeah. I, I was, I hadn't seen season four and five because there was like a long break after three, and uh, and then I finally got caught up last or two weeks ago, and then I watched the entire series again, and I'm gonna start and it's becoming like a show I can just put on in the background. Like yeah. I love it. It's, so is Orville. It's become wow. that show to me too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible, man. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll check out Orville for sure. Uh, and, I, and I'm and I'm gonna finish Rick and Morty because I I definitely was loving it. Like when I started uh, binging, like from season one on, I was like, yeah. oh man. And it's one of those shows where again I've heard how great how great it was. And as soon as I started watching it, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck was I waiting for? Yeah, yeah. The show is fantastic. It's unbelievable, man. It is just it's it's brutal in its um, bluntness. Yeah, and in its audacity. Yeah. And and like you said, like you honestly never know what the fuck is going to happen, and it is remarkably earnest. Also, yeah, a lot of times, yeah, that, that's what's so fascinating is like they'll they'll do, I mean, really intense, deep emotional arcs and stories, while also like just nonstop dick and fart jokes. But they they yeah. don't clash. It if somehow they are so. Exi they exist together completely harmoniously and you're just like yeah uh, okay i'll accept all of it it's it's wild man i'm so blown away by that show yeah uh the writing you yeah. know is spectacular yeah it really is on that show it really is it's uh it's so layered yeah <laughs> you know it's and and, and and i didn't expect it going in but it's a show i mean it's it's episodic yeah. like everything that happens in that show counts it matters toward, it know, matters yeah Towards what's going to happen next. Yeah. And yeah, I was really impressed by that. And I even love the animation. Uh, me too. It's, it, it looks rough, but intentionally so. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, who was it? Uh, I get it. So Rick, Rick is the scientist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's always drooling. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all he's that. Like, always he's always like, drunk. He's like this cracked out drunk mad scientist yeah but in his own way does care for his family totally but also cares a little bit more about just the exploration of just of the science of it all they're all just so deeply flawed like most of us are but like they're so fucking flawed and uh they're you know rick is just this like tornado of narcissism yeah and and he just like ruins everybody's life but they they want to please him. It's, yeah. It's it's yeah. so crazy. I love that tornado of narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he is. He's, yeah. yeah. He's just scooping up everybody. And and like in season five, like at the end of season five, they call back to something that happened in season one. And it's a huge 
a thing. Um, and in season four, they call back to it. It was just like, I, I just hook it to my fucking veins. Just hook it to my veins. Yeah. I want this all the time. It was so good. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, and I actually, you know, th- thing of things I watched. I you had recommended I watch Orphan first kill, and I did. Oh, and I didn't like it. <laughs> 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 it's but hold on there's a there's a ps so it for me it uh it just felt very dull and uh it was it, it contrived and it, it it didn't work for me at all it didn't land at all um i appreciate the twist i was like oh that that's nice but i just didn't care i didn't care at all but you had also talked about orphan the, the first movie yeah and then my friend she had mentioned it too so i watched that and that was great that was great. That was like, oh, for me, like Orphan First Kill, the sequel is like a out of five. It's like a one or one point five. Oh, geez. So, it, so you saw Orphan First Kill first? First. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I watched Orphan, the original movie, two thousand nine, and that's like a three point five or a three. Like it's super good, solid, legitimately fucked up, so fucked up. <laughs> like watching that movie in in, in the sequel, Orphan First Kill. I didn't care about anybody. It's just like, eh, none of this matters to me. But in the first movie, I really cared about those kids so much. And the wife, the husband, I hate. I was like, this hus- fuck this husband. Yeah. I'm glad, spoiler alert, he gets stabbed to death at the end. <laughs> fuck this guy. But like the trauma that these poor kids endure, like the, the little deaf uh, daughter, she watches her father get stabbed to death. She has to watch this fucking horrible bitch kill a nun with a hammer. I was like, this movie is out of control, man. This movie is fucked up. And I really, really uh, liked it a lot. Okay, so I think maybe the you probably should have watched the first Orphan first. I would have hated First Kill even more. <laughs> I'm glad I went the I, other way. Would you? Would yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I had no context for any of it. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, it just felt so dull and bo- I, I get putting the pieces together, like seeing a backstory, but um, yeah, I really didn't. I, I aggressively didn't care what was happening. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. And like I said, I think even when I told you, it was like, it's what it, it was a, I mean, obviously not a good movie. And I, even, I think I even said that it was right where it needed to be. Right. 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 I mean, right. Service. Uh, it was definitely a little dull. Horse kills at the beginning but for me like that twist the twist i just thought like that that just gave so much more energy to the film moving forward where i'm like okay fuck it i'm bored especially <laughs> coming in knowing that if you're making a sequel to this movie x amount of years later yeah. that nobody asked for <laughs> and but to put that pivot in there i was like i thought that was i thought that's what that movie needed i, uh, I you don't said 1.5 i mean i yeah i mean yeah, you're not you're not you're not wrong. I yeah. mean, I'd probably give it a two, two point right. five maybe. Right. But I just thought it was entertaining for what it was, and I appreciated the fact that even with the people that were involved with with doing a prequel to a movie that came out two thousand nine, <laughs> that's going straight to streaming. Yeah, they could have easily just really phoned this thing in. Sure. But they opted to have fun with it. They tried. They tried. I, I and I thought they. I thought they did a good job with it. Yeah, for me, it was very unsuccessful. But it did lead me to finally watching a fucking thirteen-year-old horror movie, yeah. 
uh, which I loved. I thought was super good. And like I said, I was just, my heart was broken the entire time for these kids. I've, n- I, I can't think of many movies that are that harsh to children. Like a lot. I, mean, I don't most- even remember what, the, what, what happened to the kids, man. So, I've only seen it once. Yeah. So, so the Esther, the, the orphan girl, she's brought into the family right and then the family already has two daughters or two kids they have a, a young very young daughter who's five and she's deaf and then they have a son who's i don't know nine or something and they had lost another kid uh like right as she was giving birth or something or she didn't give birth it, it yeah, was like yeah that strikes her yeah yeah that. and so they bring in esther because they're kind of reeling and you know the loss of this child and um Everything seems fine, obviously. And then Esther, like, really quickly starts, like, making designs on the dad. And she's, like, trying to push out the mom and cause problems and, like, being super manipulative. And then she starts the, – the nun at the orphanage that she came from comes to the house and is like, something's wrong. Oh, because Esther pushed a girl off of a uh, slide at a playground and broke her leg. And uh, and, and, and the, the deaf daughters – I don't – I don't mean to be rude and keep calling her the deaf daughter. I just don't remember her name. <laughs> so the deaf daughter sees it and then like covers for her. So she's like, Esther's getting this child to lie about like horrible things already. Heartbreaking. Then the nun comes to the house and is like, you know, we're going to find out where Esther actually came from. Cause maybe we're not actually sure anymore. So then Esther's like, Oh, I'm going to get found out. And she runs out of the house, takes the little girl, the deaf girl, they jump in front. She pushes the deaf girl in front of the nun's car. And then the nun like spins out, gets out of the car. She's like, oh my God, are you okay? And then Esther beats her to death with a fucking hammer in front of the girl. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then makes yep. and then makes her, you have to help me drag this body and hide it. Makes her hide the body. They hide the, uh, the bloody weapons in like this kid's tree house. And then Esther's like, if you tell anybody, I'll kill you and I'll kill your mom. <laughs> it's like... And then she like she sees the boy kind of finds her out. She like in the middle of the night, she goes up to his room with a box cutter and holds it to his neck. And it's like, if you say anything, I'll cut your dick off. I remember <laughs> she, that. I remember that. Yeah. And then like and then, yeah. And then later uh, she traps the boy in his treehouse and sets it on fire. And then uh, she like the daughter, the, the deaf daughter is in the car in the child seat. And then like Esther lets the car roll down a hill and almost... And then like, and then later, you know, she's, she tries to fuck the dad. She gets the mom, like basically committed. The son's in the hospital in a coma. She's trying to fuck the dad. The dad's like, no, I don't want to fuck you. You're nine. And then she stabs him to death in front of the deaf daughter and then proceeds to hunt her. And then the mom comes home and then the mom kills Esther in front of the deaf daughter. It's just like, fuck. It's so fucked up. Sorry for like spoiling the whole movie for anybody who hasn't seen it. This 30 year old no, movie. I, but. Well, well, fuck everybody else. I appreciate the recap. <laughs> I am on Paramount uh, Plus now, and I see that Orphan and Orphan First Kill are both available. So yeah. I will be rewatching this probably tonight. Please do. Get House of, House of the Dragon. I yeah, got yeah, to wait. Yeah, I was I was shocked about how brutal it was, uh, and, and it's it's vicious, you know, like it, it's gory, not not uh, gratuitously, but you know, when it needs to be gory, it's fucking gory. Uh, yeah, man, I <laughs> I was like, this is this is a lot. This is a lot. 
So, you know, it, the, the, se- the sequel didn't land for me, but the, the first one certainly did. And I'm a big fan. Uh, and I don't know why. Takes- yeah, I, 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 for some reason, like, I never really saw a trailer for that. But I remember the posters. And I just remember thinking, like, eh, this is dumb. It's probably going to be dumb. Oh, and it's it, dumb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, good, yeah, dumb yeah, yeah. fun. It, but it's, it's, it's great. D- it's definitely yeah. dumb, though. Yeah. And, and the other night, I, on Sunday, I rewatched, uh, or Monday, I rewatched. Uh, it's a movie I go back to a lot. I'm sure we've talked about it. But Halloween uh, H2O, which is great. I like H2O. H2O is great. Uh, that's, the a, one, that's the one with Jamie Lee Curtis where she's in charge of uh, the boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. And Josh yeah. Hartnett. and Josh Hartnett. Uh, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it too. I actually just saw it. I just saw it for the first time maybe like two years ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's good. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, <laughs> As a franchise, Halloween is not good. Like the first Halloween's amazing. And then like I think I liked four. And then H2O. I guess that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, I know the you know, they they you know relaunched this new Halloween two thousand, what was it, eighteen or seventeen? Yeah. That was supposed to be like the actual sequel yeah. to the original Halloween. Yeah. Which is okay. And then we reviewed Halloween Kills. Oh Jesus, that's like uh, a point five. Show. That's like, a, <laughs> and it was fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah, it gets it gets half a point just because it is a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. Not, uh, yeah, like yeah. It, it's technically a movie. You can watch it's, it. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was god awful. So bad. Uh, so yeah, w- yeah. When I saw H two O, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, wow, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> Like that felt more like an actual sequel to the first Halloween, totally, than any other movie. I agree. No one's included. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, oh, Cool J's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The security. Yeah, and he lives. Yeah, <laughs> he actually yeah. lives. Yeah, he survives. Yeah, I love and, and you know, and that movie is funny too because like, so obviously you know Jason kills or Jason Michael Myers kills everybody, and then you know Jamie Lee Curtis kills him at the end. But you know, obviously, he's going to come back. And then she knows it, too. So as, like, the paramedics are putting him in the ambulance, she, like, grabs a cop's gun and, like, takes, get back. And she takes the car because she knows yeah. he's going to come back. And I remember watching it the first time. And this time it happened, too, because I forgot. But I was like, fuck, finally, of course. And so she's driving and she's waiting for that body bag to sit up. And it does. And then she, like... Uh, he he comes out and he tries to kill him. She slams on the brake. He goes through the windshield. Then she runs him over. They fall off a cliff. He gets trapped between the van and a tree stump. And then she cuts his head off with a fucking axe. I was like, this is awesome. I know. Yeah. It's so good. That, yeah, me too. Like when I saw that, I'm like, well, that that's it. That's that's a wrap. <laughs> it's over. It's like, <laughs> and it should and it should have been like that was a good yeah. ending. It was a good ending. Yeah, I think so. Uh, did H two O all right, so let me. I'm trying to get my. It has Little Man Tate cr- in it? Chronology of the Halloween franchise, right? Okay. So was H2O after the Buster Rhymes Halloween? No, Buster Rhymes was after. Buster See, Rhymes. That's was, a tra- That's that's yeah. a tragedy right there. Yeah. Because I've seen that one too. Not all the way through, because I think I stopped it at one point. I'm like, I just, I there's it's not, it's not good. I'd rather be jerking off than watching this fucking movie. Like, there are yeah. better things I can do yeah, with yeah, my yeah. time. I, I agree. Is that Halloween? Sit here watching this bullshit ass movie. Is it Halloween 2000 or something? Is that what that is? Uh, yeah, shit. I don't even know because I, 
Because I, I, I used to always get those two movies confused. Yeah. The H2O, maybe just because they got two rappers in them, Buster Rhymes right. and L.O. Cool J. Right. But when I saw H2, Halloween H2O, I was like, man, this is an actual movie. Yeah. Like, this is good. You know, uh, I felt the trauma of Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Yeah, they all that really, she had to like, deal with. Totally. Uh, but still made a life for herself. Um, I think it did a better job, honestly, than the reboot in 2018. With yeah, that, with that oh, Halloween, Halloween Resurrection is the Buster Rhymes one. Halloween Resurrection. So that was after H2O, though. Yeah, H2O was 2000. Resurrection was uh, 2002. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. And that was the one Tyra they killed Jamie Lee Curtis in like the opening minutes. Did they? In Resurrection. I think she got pushed out of a window or something like that. I think you're right. They did. Yeah, they offed her real quick. <laughs> got to make room for Buster Rhymes and those uh, in the reality. Uh, my guess is that was that, that was probably Jamie Lee Curtis's like, just yeah. get me out of this shit. Like, I'm, yeah, I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. Yeah. Like, pay me, kill me in that order. And <laughs> yeah. <let's go. laughs> I'll, I'll give you two days on set. And that's it. She's probably like, I'll give you 45 minutes. Yeah. On set. So let's, let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I rewatched uh, H2O and I loved it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Someone who's not even a big horror fan. Like, like I'm not. Uh, I really thought that I, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. H2O really has like a, a 90s slasher flick vibe like you know it's like a i know what you did last summer or scream like it's yeah obviously the stories are, are different but like the type of energy those movies had where they were bringing in these like 20 something actors who were heartthrobs to be in these slasher movies it's, it was just it's, it's a good idea and it and it works really well yeah agreed so i'm looking at i mean they man they've got so many sequels of halloween dude i've so what was the one? Was it how, uh, Season of the Witch? That was three. That was three. They and didn't even Michael Myers have wasn't in it. Yeah, Michael Myers. But a lot of people say that's one of the best sequels. I don't know. Like what an the anthology hell talking about. I don't know what they're talking about. And oh, you, know, you that, didn't like it? No, no. Um, it. I mean, I like it, like because it's, it's nuts. It's fucking bananas. So I like it for that. Um, but it's not like a a good movie. But like, have you seen it? No. You should watch it because it's really crazy. Like it, it's about. <laughs> OK, so there's a toy company. Who is run by a, a warlock or a witch, and he has this plan that he's going to make these masks that all the kids. But it's in like a small town. So it's like the plan is already flawed because like just the kids in this town are going to buy these masks. But no, no, the, the masks ship all over. So they're going to wear these masks. And then on Halloween night, every kid who's wearing this mask, if they're in front of a television, they're going to see this commercial. And this commercial turns their brain, turns their heads into snakes and bugs. Like it kills them. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's super dark. Like he wants to kill all these children. Um, But like. The plan is super flawed in that it it would happen and and, and it, it it works by the way like he does the plan works to a degree it kills a bunch of kids like not every but it's like how are all the kids going to watch it at the same time across like what about time zones like it's all different so like one people watch and then it just wouldn't work it wouldn't work and you have to count on them being in front of the TV watching a commercial like who the fuck's tuning in to a commercial on Halloween while wearing the mask while wearing the mask so it was just like it's super stupid it's like it's a cocaine idea 
like John Carpenter <laughs> is just fucking doing rails in his, you know, on his kitchen counter. Like, fuck, I got this great idea. <laughs> when cocaine goes bad. Yeah, it's totally one of those ideas. So it's Which nuts. it usually does all the time. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And, you know. and there's robots in this movie. Everybody in the town, spoiler alert, <laughs> it's a robot. Really? It's a robot? It's been a long time but since I've seen it, but I, I remember there being robot people. Oh, okay. People. Yeah, I got to watch this. It's great. It's great. I mean, it's, I gotta it's watch terrible, this. but it's really great. Um, Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. And there's so this- So it's not an anthology? I thought it was- So there, there's an actual through line, like a narrative throughout. I thought it was just like uh, short stories. No, no, no. It, it, it's, it's, it's a through line. But, so two is a direct- uh, Two- John Carpenter didn't want to have anything to do with, but two takes place immediately after one. Yeah. That's um, the, and it takes place mostly in the hospital, right? It's just in a hospital. It's just her yeah. and Michael Myers in a hospital. And it's not very good. Um, but three has nothing to do with any of them. And uh, it's just a crazy thing. And then four, it's, uh, it is Michael Myers again. And then it's like a little, the little girl. The Return of Michael Myers, yeah. 1988. I've got them all up here right now. Four has a special place in my heart. Like I say, I like it. I don't remember if it's good, but four has a special place in my heart. My mom worked on that. And I just remember being around during that. Like I remember being around during that time. And I think she's even in it. Like there's a shot where Michael Myers grabs the girl, her, her ankle from under the bed. And that's my mom's foot that he's grabbing no shit yeah because they, they didn't want to like scare this poor little girl so it's, my mom you know she's five foot and she was yeah. you know, 100 pounds in the 80s um so i'm pretty sure it's her yeah danielle harris yeah was the uh the little girl i think she's in five also maybe four and five and she so i know danielle harris from uh shit Ugh. the last boy scout yes she yeah. was the she was Bruce Willis's daughter That's in the right. last Boy Scout. These bullets shred. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. I love it too. It's so dumb. It's so dumb that it's it's great. Yeah. It's fucking it's, awesome. It's great. Yeah. Damon Wayans, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah. I, I I've seen that. And honestly, forget that. It's one of it's probably my favorite Damon Wayans movie. Well, that's not saying much. <laughs> I know that's <laughs> I know, but I'm saying he was in it. And it what was about good. Major he Pain? <laughs> Definitely better than Blank Man. Oof, Blank Man. That shit's crazy that, that even got made. The 90s, bro. Yeah. Like you said, you mentioned before, cocaine ideas. Yeah. The, so many movies in the 90s. I mean, even Ace Ventura, like, you just cannot make this shit now. Where it's like, no, it's like Ace Ventura is like a whole movie just based on transphobia. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Like, <laughs> is it? Yeah, I guess it is. Einhorn is a trans. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, the kicker, like, right? Yeah, the end. Like they're all throwing up because they kissed a man. Like yeah. that's that's the thing. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I think so many movies in the '90s were just like about like gay panic. And like everything was like all the all the, like the action movies were just same thing with the eighties I guess too, was just like bros being bros and like <laughs> it's yeah. just like we're not fucking gay man we're not fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can you imagine uh, the advent of like energy drinks occurring in the eighties? Right. Oh, with man. the coke and with everything else, <laughs> it's like the oh man. That would have been awesome. The movies that would have been. 
but that is like uh, I, I kind of miss it you know like we talk obviously we're kids of the 80s and 90s so it's like i miss as as insensitive as a lot of those movies were there was also like just a ton of freedom to make just fucking make it make whatever and now yeah. everything is like very kind of sterilized and homogenized and it's it's not that that kind of joy of like people just swinging for the fences and missing big yeah it is kind of gone it is like you get it bad is. movies but not like wild movies i mean movies like like i was i mean i'm i'm still you know looking at videos about return of the living dead oh, and and it got me and i i was pivoted towards a video about killer clowns from outer space i love that movie and I love it too. Yeah. But to your point, it's like, can you have and, and this movie was released theatrically. Yeah. And did okay. Like it was not a bust. Like I remember the first time I saw it as a kid in the 80s. I just assumed that I mean, I never knew that this movie was released. I mean, the first time I saw it was on TV. Uh-huh. And I just assumed that it was like some made some, you know, some straight to I don't Video. know, whatever TV station I was looking at. Like yeah. that kind of that kind of movie. But no, it was released theatrically and did everything was released. <laughs> it was just like, hey, put it out. Who cares? Yeah. And it made money. Yeah. And it made money. Yeah. You know, and, and I love that movie. Yeah. And it's, it's creepy it, as fuck. As yeah. as comedic as it is. It's a it it's is, a good horror movie. It's funny and it is scary. Yeah. Uh I thought the designs of those clowns Amazing. were effective. Yeah. I don't have a clown phobia, but if I did, uh Having watched that movie, it would probably yeah. put me in the nut house. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, like eighty like late eighties, early nineties to through mid nineties. It, it's it's I mean eighties and nineties. It's, it's the golden age, particularly the nineties, early nineties. Fucking golden age of filmmaking, man. It's it's never gonna happen again. Yeah. It's I'm not glad, I'm glad we got like so much. Um, but yeah, it's just it's never gonna happen again. Cause there was no like corporate interests in f- movies at that time it was yeah just a, it was just the film industry so it's like and, you're and, an and artist also, go ahead make a movie yeah uh make your movie and it's like okay we'll give you this budget if it makes that and a little bit maybe like that and a half we're good everybody walks away yeah with some coin because there was there were no streaming services yeah uh cable was cable but it was still you know limited as far as what all you could see and everybody was still venturing out to the theaters, and yeah, you there, it was it wasn't a thing to make a twenty five thirty million dollar motion picture. Yeah, put it out in theaters and get that money back. Yeah, you know, um, it was before it was such a machine. Like obviously Hollywood's always been you know an industry and business and you know ruthless or whatever, but like it was there was more it was it was more fun. It was just more fun. It was they were taking bigger chances and. It, yeah i'm looking at i'm on wikipedia so killer clowns from outer space do you want to guess it's a uh, rotten tomato score average uh i i, I uh, i'm not familiar enough with rotten tomatoes uh, i'm gonna say 68 close oh 76 oh, oh okay that means it's fresh that's good yeah 25 uh critics uh 76 percent I agree, man. Uh, it's, it's it's just it's a it's a fucking it's a great movie. It's Anybody great. who hasn't seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space, uh, please watch it. I think you can probably watch it for free on YouTube with ads. It's so good. It's yeah, it's amazing. 
And like you, I'd watch it all the time as a kid. I remember my cousins showed it, showing it to me first. I was in New Jersey visiting. I spending like I would spend summers in New Jersey, and uh, I think they showed it to me first. I was probably like my son's age, like seven. Yeah, I, th- I think I was about maybe seven or eight when I saw it first yeah. time, and I was just like, like scared and amazed, and I want to watch this every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It for me. And I think you probably like horror movies more than I do. Yeah. But as a young kid watching this movie, I was like, okay, uh, I'm tough. <laughs> I can watch some scary movies. Yeah. You know, because it had that, because it, it wasn't full on horror. It had horror elements, but it, it definitely was tongue in cheek and yeah. was comedic in a lot of uh, places. But I will say, like, it wrote that that line very well because... What, what did they use? Like, they basically would connect, kidnap these humans, put them in... Uh, cotton candy cocoons. Cotton candy cocoons, and then use the, 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 the twisty Crazy straws, straws yeah. <laughs> and suck their out their insides. <laughs> and I was just like... And, and, they, and they didn't... I mean, they showed it, but not in a graphic way. Yeah. But, but just the, uh, the, the, the intent of what they were doing was enough to just freak me out as yeah. a kid. I was like, oh my God, they're... But they they they, they, they framed it in such uh, childish things. Yeah, cotton candy. They're clowns. They have a fun at a carnival. The ice yeah. cream truck. Yeah, and they melt people in that uh, yeah. movie. And yeah, that movie's amazing, man. Yeah, I love that movie. We should do. We should go on a tear and like compile a list of kind of like more obscure '80s movies, and we should do them. Like I was just. Have you ever seen the the FX movies? Brian Dennehy and oh, of uh, course, yeah. I was just yeah. About, like how great those movies were too, and there's a ton of movies like that that most people aren't familiar, especially now. It had a sequel. Familiar. Yeah, they FX made a sequel two. to yeah. FX. I remember I used to watch FX two. I think more than FX one, just because it was on like Showtime or something all the time. So I'd watch it constantly. I remember my dad took me to see FX two in theaters. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love Brian Dennehy. I love, of course, Brian Dennehy's the man. Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, Australian guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name. And who was the other guy that was in it? His partner. Um, That's the Australian guy, right? Oh, yeah. Brian Dennehy was the guy I'm thinking the, of. Uh, Brian Dennehy's the big guy. Yeah. Was it Ben? Something Ben-Ben. No, Brian Ben-Ben. That's, uh, that's uh, Dream On. The, the HBO series Dream On. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Which was also oh oh Brian Brown. Brian Brown, yeah. Brian Brown. And Jerry Orbach in it and yeah. Yeah. So I'm on uh, IMDb right now and I put in FX went to the site. Can I just tell you? So it starts with the trailer. I get I get I get the feels in all the positive ways. Yeah. Whenever I see the Orion yeah. logo scroll through Agreed. on the opening of a trailer. Yeah. That was anytime when I was a kid, anytime I saw the Orion, I'm like, oh, this is about to be some good it's shit. It's gonna be a good movie. Yeah. It's gonna, be, <laughs> it's a gonna good movie. be a good movie. Yeah, man. And uh wasn't it Martha Gemmon? She's cute. I always had a thing for her. Um, great movie. Great movie. Yeah. You know, I, honestly, I don't even know if I've seen the first one. I just remember seeing the second one. I love those movies. Oh, yeah, Brian Brown. And he spells his name the correct way. 
<laughs> yeah, Brian Dennehy spells it wrong. Yeah. And Brian Brown spells it correctly. That's why Brian Brown is the lead. Yeah. <laughs> is he Australian or is he? I think he's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, so. Sydney. Yeah. He was born in Sydney. Um, yeah. I love that movie, man. But there's so many movies. And yeah, so I've been like, I'm really excited because now I, Grayson is of an age where I can start showing him a lot of these. Like I showed him Monster Squad. And yes, that was, we started watching Ghostbusters uh, the other night. We, it was just too late. We ran out of time. So we'll finish the first it this one. week. The first Obviously. one. The first yeah. one. And uh, yes, yeah, so it's like I'm really excited to get to show him the movies that I grew up on because they're just better, better movies. Like it, they're more imaginative and it, and like I can expose him to like fucked up shit in like a in a nice way. You know, it like it. The <laughs> yeah. 80s movies, like they they weren't pulling so many punches. So you could like introduce real world elements in like this yeah. total fantasy bullshit. It was that's better. And yeah, is that and and like you know, like we were saying, you know, uh a lot of these movies, you know, they hold up in terms of entertainment, but like you said, they can't they wouldn't be made the same way today. Uh-uh. Due to just, you know, changes within society and what is socially acceptable. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's good. Like, I'm not about, you know, whitewashing any kind of history. Yeah. Back in the eighties, seventies, nineties, whatever this was, I'm not even going to say it was good, but it was tolerated. Yeah. Like nobody batted an eye. We weren't having these conversations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it was there, it was of its time, you know, whether it's home, you know, homophobic or, you know, Racist, racist. I mean, all that. It was like nonsense. Yeah, like you said, you watch that with your son, and you can tell him it's like, yeah. So this is how it was. Yeah, but this is not how things are now. Yeah, you know, and and even like I said, you know, back then, it's like I'd see some stuff where it's like, oh man, like I, I'd cringe watching, you know, racist stereotypes or whatever. And yeah, I I I recognized it even as a kid. Was like, well, that's kind of fucked up for sure. I remember like watching Kung Fu movies as a little kid and uh, just being like, wow, like that, that seems like a terrible portrayal of like a gay person or like a, if it was like a white action movie, like that's a horrible, that's not what Chinese people are like. And like, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. But it like, like to your point, like I, I like how, like I, Grace and I were watching Peter Pan, the original animated movie. And uh, I got to tell him like, okay, later in this movie, you're going to see indigenous people to this country we call them native americans or you may have heard the term indian the way they show them is bad like it's i want you to know it's going to come up um it's it's how it was at the time it's not right you can still enjoy this movie but just understand this is a bad portrayal of this entire group of people yeah um i I like having those conversations yeah they're important conversations to have i'm not trying to like pretend everything's cool like yeah. it's good to be like no it's some some things are not cool yeah i mean i think i look at you know these you know these movies the tv shows they're all time capsules yeah of a period of time where you know it hopefully just you know reframes and refocuses people to be like wow i can't believe that we ever did like 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 ace ventura which yeah. again like i saw ace ventura once that's oh, wow. it. But when you mentioned the the transphobic nature of it, at first I was like, "What are you talking about?" But then right. when you described it, I'm like, "Oh shit, you're right." Yeah, I, does, and I do remember that. Thing. The whole movie is is yeah is built on that. Built on that. Premise. Yeah, yeah. It's really wild. Yeah. But like, 
it and at the same time it's like it doesn't mean you can't enjoy the movie it's no, just, of course yeah yeah you just you know understand well, this is crazy like if you watch uh you know old sitcoms from the 50s like the honeymooners or whatever like this motherfucker's threatened to beat his wife every episode it's like to the moon to the moon (laughs) yeah to the moon alice it's like all right that's just you know it was cool to hit chicks back then (laughs) (laughs) or at least a threat to hit them yeah yeah at least yeah to get the compliance yeah like bitch you you better shut up i'm a fucking (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's pretty wild (laughs) yeah are there any wow. movies out that uh like what's coming out? Like I I, I haven't know. I haven't been to the theater since Top Gun. Yeah. I've, I've missed all the movies that I wanted to see and I just found out that Thor Love and Thunder is going to be on Disney Plus next month or this I or totally September. I totally forgot about that movie. So I'll check that. Yeah, I I I wanted to uh check out I don't I don't know if I want to. I'm going to check out Samaritan, that Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh, uh, I I I hear I've heard bad things. Oh, really? Yeah, but okay. please for the yeah, show. Yeah, will. By all I means, will. watch it. I'll watch it too. I've got Amazon now. Okay, okay. I need oh, to you... watch. I want to. I want to watch. Uh, uh, catch up with the boys. Oh fuck! It's and so and uh, the Invincible. animated Invincible. Yeah, yeah. Invincible is amazing too. Yeah. You know. You know what you should watch if if you're on a kick to watch really crazy '80s horror. Uh, have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp? I have not, but I know. Fuck. Don't okay i know of it okay you used to be able to watch it free on youtube i don't know if you still can but even if you have to pay for it just pay for it because it, it's worth it is it um, on amazon prime that's a good question i don't know i'm gonna try to check right now uh man i i so i i barely use amazon it's really good for anything and i'm on it right now and i'm like well how do i get to the oh prime video okay prime video. You know what else is really cool about Amazon video? If you're watching a movie and you pause it, whoever's in the scene, those actors will pop up. What do you mean they'll pop up? Like on screen. Like they'll start talking to me? No, no, no. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> hey, Brian, I'm glad you're enjoying our movie. No, like, so yeah. let's say you're watching FX and you pause in a scene that has Brian Dennehy and Brian Benben and uh, Jerry Orbach. Those, their, their pictures will pop up with their names underneath. And if it's different characters in the screen, their pictures will, with their names will pop up on the screen. Oh, it's really cool. Like it, and and sometimes like the song will come up if it if there's a song playing and you press pause. Oh, Google used to do that. Like I used to buy when I, when oh. I was buying movies uh, off of Google, uh, their store. Oh, excuse me. Google, it was like Google Movies or whatever. Oh. Like if you pause it, they would do the same thing. Oh. If you pause it, and you could, you know, it'd give you information about them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So Amazon does that. It's really cool. All right, so I'm on Amazon Prime and I can watch Sleepaway Camp. I can watch it on with my subscription. Do it, okay. Free that, with ads. Okay, it, yeah. 1983. 1983. Yes. Um. So in in the pantheon of crazy 80s horror, this might be the craziest. That's saying really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a it, that's a lofty claim, bro. Dude. Do you want me to tell you anything about it or no? No, no. Okay. okay. I'm just saying that there's multiple sequels. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any of the sequels. Sleepaway and- Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. <laughs> I like that. I know there's Sleepaway a... Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. <laughs> I know there's a return to Sleepaway Camp that came out like 10 or 20 or 15 years ago. Sleepaway Camp 4, 
The Survivor came out in 2012. Sure, sure. Return to Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, that was 2008, I think. 2010. Close. Oh, okay. Uh, Son of Sleepaway Camp, <laughs> aka Memorial <laughs> Valley Massacre. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I've heard. I've I've I've, I've heard of, of this movie. Okay. I'll check it out. Sleepaway Camp. I, I talk about not knowing what's going to happen. I guarantee you, I would bet you a million dollars that there is no way you could guess what the ending of this movie is. <laughs> I would take that bet if I knew you could pay up. Yeah. Let's say I can. Hypothetically, I can. I, I would give you a month to imagine the ending. <laughs> you That's would okay. not. If I lost a bet, not. I couldn't pay up either. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Sleepaway Camp is nuts and full on 80s, like crazy abuse of kids and like the whole thing. It's great. Do you, all right, but don't, so don't read the box don't, office. Okay. Don't read or watch anything about it though. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just looking at okay these Stat. little stats off of Wikipedia. Okay. I haven't even clicked the link yet. This is just like the preview. This movie was made in 1983 on a budget of $350,000. $350, yeah. And it made a 11 million. Yeah. Huge success. Yeah. Massive. Oh, I'm going to watch the trailer. Don't, 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 don't. Just watch the movie. I'm, I can't sorry. watch the trailer? J just watch the movie. Like, go All in right. completely fresh. Okay. Okay. This, this movie will blow your mind. Like, it, <laughs> it's, I, I kind of want to watch it again. I might watch it tonight. All right. I, I've seen it. I don't know, a dozen times. It's 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 crazy every time. All right. And for anybody watching, so okay, we're we're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff next week, but we're for sure gonna talk about Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway so, Camp. so everybody listening, watch Sleepaway Camp. We'll post it on Twitter that, that that's that's the thing you gotta watch too. That's the homework. That's the homework. That's the homework. Everybody yeah. watch Sleepaway Camp. If you got Amazon Prime, you can watch the first one free with ads. It's, yeah. Why are there and, ads if I'm paying for this motherfucker? They do that. Yeah, they, Amazon has a weird subscription thing going. But like most things are ad free and then some aren't. But even if even if you buy it or rent it for a few dollars, whatever it is, $10, it's worth it. Because I guarantee you, you have never had a movie experience like this in your life. And and it's worth every fucking penny. It's amazing. Oh, uh, now you got me. Okay, now I'm excited. Okay. Where okay, is good. my prime, prime video? Here we go. <laughs> I'm so excited for you to see this movie. And I'm so right. pumped to talk. Yeah. I'm going to watch it again. Too. House of the Dragon is going to have to wait. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. And 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 rightfully so. I got to go camping. It can't hold a candle to sleep awake. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, I legit hate camping. Yeah. Yeah. So this might even work be more effective on me. <laughs> this movie is so crazy. Um, anything else? I can't think of anything else. Uh, no, we should probably call it. It's, it's yeah, late, late. And, yeah, it's late. You know, I still got to eat dinner. Yeah, me too. I don't even. I'm. I'm gonna have to order something. I. I, I was gonna. I was gonna make. I. I have this uh, pork tenderloin mm. that I bought, but I meant to take it out when, when I woke uh, up this morning. I was like, take out the tenderloin. Yeah, get it thawed out, and I did not do it until like five o'clock. Well, this is going to have to be dinner for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, that's that. Your homework is Sleepaway Camp, everybody. Uh, rate and review on iTunes. Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. Um, yeah. Rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. There's links to our merch and uh, wherever else. I, 
Uh, I'm working on a design, a shirt design. I don't want to say anything about it yet because I, I want to finish it before I. Oh, for real? Yeah. And uh, I think you're going to like it a lot. And I think everybody will. So, okay. yeah, I'll send it to you first, obviously. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got anything to plug? Uh, no. Oh, you Just know what? That, I, was, I love you, man. I love you too, brother. You're one of my absolute favorite people on the planet. Same here. Thank Same you, here. Man. You know what I will say? I want to do a quick plug. Uh, Jid, J.I.D.'s new record just came out called The Story of Forever. It's spectacular. It's, Wait, who? Uh, Jid, J.I.D., he's a rapper. I saw um, you. You tweeted about, about this. Yeah, yeah. I've talked about him before, like a couple of years ago on this show, too. I, uh, okay. I, I, when, you, cause when you sent that tweet, I was like, what, does J. Cole have a new album at? Album he, out he's on he's on dreamville he's on j cole's record oh, okay i never heard of jid or jid he's great uh, you can any of his like, go back whatever he's he's legit um so good but he he's just put a record out and goddamn it, it i think it's the hip-hop record of the year the year is this a over. white guy no no he's black oh yeah all right yeah i'm and always I, on the hunt for new hip-hop to listen you, to. yeah check it out check it out um you know if, if you like very lyrical, but like super hood stuff. Um, How are the beats? Great. Aggressive? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. This this one's a little more vibey, but it's it's not laid back at all. Not at all. All right. What's the so JID, what's the name of the album? The Story of Forever. And you can go, you know, if you check out his other records too, they're they're I think this is his third. They're all great. Um and have you heard Game's new record? I bought it. Did you? I bought it. Do you like I've, it? I've I've gotten like legit listens, I've gotten up to track five. Yeah, um, and I've 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 tried listening to his diss of Eminem. Ugh, uh, I didn't get through it. It's like ten minutes. It's I didn't get through it. It's I didn't think it was very good for one. It's horrible. And the only song on the album that I've really gravitated to is uh, track five, uh, Home Invasion. I just think it's got a dope ass beat. And there's definitely there's I'm at like, the gym. Yeah. I can get some, some extra gains in. Yeah. But beyond that, and I was talking with my, my boxing coach because uh, he had it on a couple of weeks ago when the album came out and we're listening to it. We're both just like, ah, I don't know about this. Like yeah. he's sampling a lot of folks on that album too. Yeah. Which everybody does, but like he, I mean, Bone Thugs and Harmony, like he's, it's like one sample and like one yeah. hit after the other. He's just sampling. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it I, I, really, and I like the game. I like I, him a lot. Totally. Me too. I think he's one of the most underrated rappers just as far as like his ability to rap and to make great songs. Yeah. Super underrated. Uh, he's amazing. And and we've talked about like, we're you know, he's great. Uh, this is to me, this is his first miss. He, oh, he no, did, he's he's had other misses. Songs. I haven't heard like a whole bad record of his, though. I have. Really? uh what was it the uh the one was the blood moon or something like that blood oh, wolf oh maybe oh, that was I not mean, a good record maybe i maybe i missed that one uh I, I i was i will say like this his new album it just pulled me back to the album he put out in 2015 uh the documentary too which i think is probably his best piece of work it's incredible I, I, so i'm at the gym now and it's like I'll, I'll listen to track five 
Home Invasion off the new album. Yeah. And then once that's done, I'll repeat it a couple of times. Yeah. And then once that's done, I just go back and I'm just listening to the documentary too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Documentary two felt like the most like he was like in the zone of wanting to be like a great musician. And yeah. he, he was really this feels like super contrived and he's just it feels yeah. like a cash grab, but and that Eminem diss is the worst thing I've ever it's, heard. It's 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 not good. It's not even a diss. Like he doesn't even say I know. anything about him. I'm like what the fuck is that? What is this? I know. I'm listening to. I I, I mean I, the the track is ten minutes long. I got about like the six minute mark. Yeah. And I'm listening to it, and there's skits in between. He's talking to this Uber driver, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And like he's trying to tell the story, but I'm like, what? Like, in 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 the in the 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 attacks that he tries to levy at M. I'm like, first of all, that's not even all that clever. No. It's, it's like, you want to be black. It's like, really? That's what you're Yeah, yeah, with? yeah. Like, He's bringing up shit. Like, <laughs> why are you bringing up old shit, dog? Yeah. Like, why are you bringing up shit that people have tried to go at M years ago? Yeah. And him just going at Eminem for me just feels like, and again, I like game. Same. I'm a fan. But this whole thing, it just looks like a, like he's just so begging for attention. Yes. It, it seems pathetic. It does. Yeah. And, and, and I think Eminem has played this perfectly. No response. Where he's like, I don't need to respond. Yeah. Yeah. That's, What's that, in it for me? That, like, that's I don't need the to respond worst to you. diss possible. If you could just be like, nah. Yeah. It doesn't even interest me enough. It's funny too. Like, everybody who disses Eminem, obviously, like, he's the biggest rapper ever. So, like, they, they, they're doing it for clout. I get it. Fine. That's great. But like I've never heard even MGK's quote diss, which is not really a diss because he compliments him like ten times in the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> but like even that, like it was like a decent song. It's not a very good diss, but it's a it's a decent song. Games diss made me really appreciate what MGK did. Yo, <laughs> like oh wow, MGK like really tried <laughs> to yeah. do something, and Game is just like I don't know, man. It's bad. It, yeah, it's it's just meandering. Because so when bad. I saw how long it was, I was like, oh man, I'm in for a ride right here. Like he's going at him for ten straight yeah, like, minutes, uh, like three hundred bars, and like he doesn't even start talking about Eminem until like maybe the the third minute. Yeah, and I'm I like, what the fuck too. is this? And everything, but he's not saying anything. He's like, not the whole, the whole record. I was just like, he's not saying anything really, even negative about Eminem either. He's just I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, swing and a miss. Yeah. Swing and uh, a miss. For the game on that. And I mean, look, I'm a diehard No Limit fan. And I know that back in the day, they were always known for their glut of content on their albums. Yeah. And Master P's thing was, well, you know, we want to give the consumers the most value for their buck. I get it. And I'm a No Limit fan. So I was, I was actually kind of fine with that because mm. I, I love that shit. I love all those artists. This motherfucker's got like 30 tracks. 30 It's too much. On 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 his album. Yeah. I'm like, bro, maybe there's a really good album here. Yeah. But it ain't 30. I agree. You could you can probably pull 10 songs and yeah. make a great record here. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. You know, uh, do some editing. It doesn't need to be this long, dog. Yeah. Like I saw I saw that track listing. I'm like, fuck. I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why I, I pretty much stop at five. Like the first five songs flow very well together totally and then after that though i just started to peter out because I, I always like to just listen to everything in his natural if you want to hear the body flow. of work yeah yeah but I, I i couldn't and i was like okay fuck, i gotta hear it. and the m&m disc is like 
track what 18 or 19 way down there man. So i'm just like okay let me just hear this eminem dish just so i can have an opinion about it and i listen to him like okay yeah no nah, no nah, bro it's horrible and it's like you know the beat's not even good the beat is really bad and it's weird because like most of the production on the record is actually good yeah but yeah that is yeah is embarrassing man it's really yeah embarrassing. It, it yeah it, yeah agreed <laughs> agreed but yeah all right um yeah like and subscribe all that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> peace. All right, peace. Bombcast.